Welcome back, guys. It has been a minute. Welcome back to the Calvary Connect podcast. I am your host, Jesse Martinez, down here in beautiful Tampa, Florida. And we are back on the podcast. Excited about it. I know it's been a while. It was a very interesting two-month break, but boy, do we have a great interview for you today. We interviewed Frank and Caitlin Warrington. They wanted to get on the show and talk about their um, discovery of the church, Calvary Community Church, and how much the clear gospel means to them. And that's what this podcast is all about, stories, scriptures, studies, and I'm just loving that we have people that want to come on. Um, So sit back, relax. This is Frank and Caitlin Warrington. You're listening to Calvary Connect. All right, so we're here with Frank and Caitlin Warrington. They are originally from New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Frank from New Jersey and... From New Jersey. From New Jersey, okay, cool. And they've been coming to Calvary for almost a year now, right? Over a year. We were just talking, you guys came on your anniversary? Mm-hmm. So, um, what led you guys to Calvary? Like, how'd you find the church? What, what were the circumstances that led to you visiting us? So... I heard Yankee talking on the radio, and then um, I was like, we need to check this place out, because our old church was just teaching a bunch of stuff we didn't agree with, and um, we went to Calvary Baptist, Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel. Was it the one in Clearwater? It was, they had a new one in South Tampa. In South Tampa, Yeah, so it was like... A lot of people think that's us. It was really cool, though. (laughs) The, the building it was in, it was like some really old courthouse or like theater mm-hmm. from like the 1800s. And like that, I was like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And then she's like, that's not the, she looked into it more. She's like, that's not the one that's on the radio. <laughs> that was, was like, a nice oh. church, but that wasn't the right one. <laughs> <laughs> so then the week after that, um, we went to Calvary. And we're like, oh, this is cool. Everyone's friendly. And- I remember seeing you guys. Like, my wife even texted me. She's like, hey, there's some young people here. Like, <laughs> make sure you, uh, you know, shake their hand and introduce yourself. So, I mean, it's been great to have you guys. And you have three kids. Mm-hmm. Jamison, Judah, and Madison, right? Yep. yep. Okay, yeah. And we're going to, they're on the show today, too. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear them. We are here at their, uh, in their living room. As a matter of fact, the microphone is being balanced on top of Frank's, what is it? Cuban coffee. Cuban coffee barbecue sauce. And y'all, it's the real deal. Like, I do feel a little bit more energized <laughs> than when I, when I came in. So I'll put that on some chicken and it's a caffeine rush. Well, I appreciate you guys like coming on to the show. and Because um, I, you know, the more we've got a chance to meet and talk to you guys, the more I've really enjoyed your testimony and where you're coming from and I can tell that the gospels had like an impact on your life and I think right now in our day and age this is what people need they need oh, yeah. to know that you can know that you have eternal life it's a free gift from just putting your trust in Jesus Christ and it, it is once you are saved you're saved forever and that gives people the freedom to be able to serve and I've seen that in you guys um, and I, I just wanted to make sure that we got you guys on the show so um, ladies first, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, maybe, Caitlin, you can tell us, how did you come to understand the gospel? How did you come to put your trust in Jesus? 
I grew up in a Christian home and I've gone, I went to a Baptist school starting from kindergarten through, through middle school. Mm -hmm. um, so I was raised hearing about the gospel, that Jesus died for my sins. And all I had to do was put my trust in him and that was that. Right. So that's how it's been for me. So you grew up in it. Yeah. Yeah. I started basically as long as I can remember. So That's my parents good. were really strong Christians, and my grandpa talked to me a lot about it. And he sang gospel music, and I used to sing with him. Yeah. And I was really involved in Awana, so that's why Awana, I love yeah. it for our kids. For those of you who don't know, Awana, Approved Worker and Not Ashamed, it's a very good program. We I have didn't a program know Awana covers. until we started coming here. I didn't yeah, know a lot of um, unless you were unless you were kind of raised in it, it's not a it's not a normal thing. So. I told Frank it's kind of like. Kind of like Boy Scouts, yeah. Christian Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Yeah, and like, it's really focused on scripture. A lot of memory verses, and then a lot of fun, fun activities in, in addition. So Frank, what about you? Um, How did you come to put your trust? Really, in when I started going to Calvary, the, the last church. I'm fairly new mm. into Christianity. And, um, I grew up knowing about Jesus and God. My grandmother was a gospel singer, and um, she taught us. And my dad, I sort of went his ways, and um, I didn't really started going to church until I got together with Caitlin because she's like, "Hey, if we're gonna be a family, you need to go to church." So we started going there, and like the last church didn't. It was cool on the aspect because I love history and they talked about the historical context of like what the first century Jew was thinking and all that and those people at the time and mm -hmm. like I thought that was amazing. And then um, we started watching this guy on YouTube about like end time stuff and uh, like I still didn't know what any of that was about. Like I knew I believed in Jesus and all that and then seeing Yankee do the wallet thing and everything made me really realize like it's that easy like yeah <laughs> i don't think a lot of people realize that and a lot of people think they gotta buy their ways in and i think it distorts the whole message of everything and gets it everyone does. but then i feel like once people realize it's that easy you know it, it's really cool and it, going to this church made me realize how easy it was to to, know that you're to find life man and yeah absolutely and it's it's like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders and like everything you've done in the past and like still continue to do. Not that you should do this stuff, but mm -hmm. you know that God's there rooting for you and you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, you mess you up every now and then. You have a father, yeah. not a disciplinarian type thing yeah, that will that's like one thing take I've something away. I've never really had and knowing that I have the father, it's like, oh, yeah. that's, that's cool. Like, yeah. Sometimes I try to make him proud like he's there you know yeah absolutely yeah i mean the gospel gives us so many I, that's that's one of the things i love about the ministry i'm in it's like that that's the focus because anybody comes to the doors at calvary no matter what kind of lifestyle they're living they qualify to get saved and that's the cool part yeah and they don't have to start something or stop something it's just people need education on that yeah so you guys had mentioned um, the church that you came from, and this is not like a slander on them or anything oh, like yeah, that, yeah. but could you get like 
What were some of the things that you were noticing? Because I think you guys had said you've been there for a while, and then things started to kind of develop in a certain direction. She's been there for... I started going there when I was home from college, so mm-hmm. for me it was on and off for about 12 years. And then and I will say the whole entire time I was there, I never once heard the gospel. So if I wasn't a Christian going there, I probably would never know how to I get saved. I almost dropped the microphone. <laughs> what <a save. laughs> So you, you were saying if you if you were a lost person at your church, you probably... Never would have known how to get there. I, I would I know, would like... Yeah. Be nice sure. to everyone, love, share, be good, and that was basically it. But Frank started coming with me um, right before we got married. And just at the end of time, all of a sudden, some major theological differences started coming out. And um, I found out that the pastor thought more, believed more in theistic evolution, which I honestly never even heard of, so I had to look into what that was. Um, They also started doing series on, like, different topics. One was about hell and that they didn't believe in fire-burning hell, which Mm. was also a new concept that I had never heard before. Yeah. Um, Just things that weren't aligned with the Bible. There was a Bible study... But it wasn't the Bible. It was some book on like meditation and mm, Eastern stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. After a while, like once we were going consistently, I wanted to get more involved in Bible studies and small groups. So we joined. They started doing Sunday school, and they started doing, or they had been doing house churches. Mm-hmm. But the season that we went, it wasn't Bible studies anymore. It was books, and the book that we were doing, it was a lot of. Um, Middle Eastern and I mean Eastern European, yeah, and just weird things, stuff, plain stuff from like Hinduism and Buddhism and different cultures and different religions, and things, things that, that were really, not really did not line up with the Bible at all. Yeah, it's like it hurt a lot because um, I'm fairly new to Florida, so I'm like meeting people who are becoming friends and stuff, and then I'm like, oh man, this is. This is what they believe, and like they actually wanted to meet up with us to find out why we were leaving the church and everything. And at the end of the day, it's like one of those things that we're really going to disagree, and it's only going to drive us apart. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. You know, it's cool that you believe that, but we don't want that for our family. It's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. That I we get you. That, I, but, I understand. You know, yeah. We don't want to make waves. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like we want to be respectful and. I think what drew me in, I liked it because my friends went there and it was, it was cool. I'm really big into like hardcore music and it was a big hardcore scene. Like all the cool kids yeah, went yeah. there and like it was more of an artsy type vibe and like all my age kids. Contemporary um, type stuff. Yeah, I get you. So it was cool. And then um, they also kind of spun the gospel in a different way. Like Frank said, he brought a lot of the historical context into it and relied heavily on commentary and different books, which was neat. And I liked it because it was like, I've heard all the Bible stories my whole entire life. Mm -hmm. This is nice. It's a new, a new way to look at it. But then after so many years, I thought like, why is this the first time it's different? What's different about this? And where are the actual Bible verses? Absolutely. Started making me think more. So when you guys made the decision to leave, was Calvary already on your radar? Or were you kind of like looking for a church? We were thinking about going 
to different places. And then, like, as I said, I was listening to Yankee on the radio, like, every morning. And I'm like, oh, man, I really like this guy. How did you find Yankee, if I can just... I... Because when I get into something, I, I go, like, full in. Like, I, I really... Full research. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you listen to AM radio? I listen to AM radio <laughs> a lot. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, there is another side of the dial <laughs> called AM radio. <laughs> that's, that's rare for like 27-year-old. You know? <laughs> yeah. So then... Um, I grew up on AM radio, like sports talk and stuff. Like yeah? Nah. Yeah. Me, man. I was, I was <laughs> FM. <laughs> <laughs> so you had found him on I, I think yeah. it's 570 here AM in Tampa 570 yeah, yeah. and right when right yeah. when stuff started coming up at our old church we talked about it we both had the same thought the same week and we thought about it and we started praying about like where do we where should we go and like I and just kept listening to the ankle like, let's check this guy out Did, so what what drew you particularly Frank to to Yankee was it like I feel like we have the same personality in a way you know? nice okay <laughs> <laughs> you know he's he's more headstrong and um he called he says it like it is and i'm i'm pretty much the same way yeah we were yeah. we just had dinner and we were talking about that like with the current state of what's going on in the world right now but yeah yankee does shoot it pretty straight but so did you feel like that this was a person who knew a lot about the Bible, and it was kind of lining up with what you already knew, or is it just like... I feel like it's a lot of wisdom that I needed, especially becoming a new father. and Because mm-hmm. and, um, I didn't have that growing up, and like, my dad, not to say he was a bad man, but he wasn't really there. Yeah. He had his demons, and um, I think I was just mostly looking for that, like... Uh, not so much a father figure, but someone with wisdom that, that I can learn and look, and look up to, yeah. learn from, you know, and because I, I try my hardest not to be the the father my dad was, mm-hmm. and so far I think I'm doing all right. Yeah, man, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah. You really are. I mean, you, you've been the guy here. Yeah. You know? Right. <laughs> Hold down the floor during yeah. COVID-19. Mr. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so the next question I have for you guys here is, like, how has your life changed since you found the truth of the gospel? I know you said, Caitlin, you've understood from a young from a young age, but maybe, like, since you guys have been coming to Calvary, you've been under some good teaching, how's your life changed? What are some things you've noticed? Before COVID, a lot. Um, give me something to look forward to every week. At it. It's just happier. And then, like, I noticed, like, not going to church as much because of COVID, it's um, it's a little negative effect on me. Mm-hmm. And like, just because I miss the community and yeah, we're just, a small church, hard. but everybody's pretty. But it's it's more it's it's like a family. Yeah, and I always compared it to like everyone's. We're all on the same page mm-hmm. um, because we're just studying the scripture. Yeah. So there's like a there's a there's a bond there, and I think the Bible teaches that in Hebrews and. Forsaking not the fellowship with one another because there is a bond That's with those who, it, who have the gospel correct. We did cool stuff like the chili cook-off. Yeah, the <laughs> chili know? cook-off. Yeah. Really? What was your, what did you make? Uh, you had the crazy bison. 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 chili, yeah. For our listening audience, it was amazing. <laughs> like, I was nervous, I'll admit, but. And like the, the Sunday dinners. Like, the third Sunday dinners. Like, yeah. I, I miss it. And, 
it's just hard, especially with all the kids and everything. And you yeah. Know. So you found like a community. Yeah, that's what I loved about it—the community and like just knowing for sure what's gonna happen to us when we go. Absolutely. You know. What about you, Caitlin? I'd say, I for me, I was already crystal clear on the gospel so nothing changed me with that regard but coming to Calvary did give me the desire to want to get um, back in the Bible more like working more on scripture memorization because that's something that I hadn't done personally and we hadn't done at our last church yeah. like, we didn't but even, you had gone to Awana so you had a little taste yeah. of it <laughs> yeah I definitely knew it but it was really refreshing the first Sunday that we came like having to flip all over the Bible, like so many cross-references. I remember this sermon was about the tribulation, too. Yep. Which I think you guys were saying, yeah. Oh, Weren't okay. you, didn't you guys just hear a message at the previous church? No, we were oh, yes. along those lines. Yeah, they, and it was the complete opposite of... So oh, tell yeah. us about that a little bit. You had, before you came to Calvary, you they were at had, your church, and they were talking well, about we were, tribulation. We were watching this guy on YouTube who does nothing but end times, like... Prophecy. He, he does mm -hmm. prophecy... But he said he he does the news and uh, biblical perspective. Mm -hmm. It is so cool. So we're watching this, and that's when I really started raising questions about the other church. And then the other church has a sermon, and I was like, oh, it's not, not lining that's up. That's not lining up. That's not what they say here. So I'm like me, like I I question everything. Mm -hmm. And when I'm reading one thing here. That's supposed to be the truth, but you go and you say another thing here that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. What what's going on? And then um, our first sermon at Calvary was Yankees tribulation ball, and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that's what it was, the chart. The, yeah, and he's just saying exactly. I was like, that's when we knew we're like, okay. So we'd gone through the book of Matthew for three years and we were waiting and waiting to get to Matthew 24 to think, mm -hmm. what, what's he going to say about it? Oh, and it man. was... This was at your other church. Yeah. yeah. It was a total lit down. Oh. <laughs> and it was basically, Jesus already came. That was at that time. And oh, yes. He will come and restore yeah. peace and he'll still return, but it's not the way... The Bible says. That we, <laughs> but I've always heard it. Yeah. Um, and the first week at Calvary, I don't remember what he said, but he said something like, and if anyone tells you otherwise, they're wrong or don't listen to them. And it was, whatever that statement was, it was the exact thing that we had just heard. Like, whoa, God, God is answering. I was like, that's it. I remember when, we, when I was getting to know you guys, we were talking about that and how that all like just, was crazy. It's crazy how it works mm -hmm. when God really wants you to Seek and you will find. Yeah, yeah. And I really believe that verse. Uh, some people, some people like to take that and, and put like you have to just have to be like certain circumstances. But I believe if there's a lost person who's genuinely seeking, and, that, and that's the question: Are they genuinely seeking? Mm -hmm. A lot of people call themselves a skeptic, but they're they're not a skeptic at all. A skeptic is someone who's trying to find truth. But when skeptics, so-called nowadays, when they're presented with facts, they oh, just yeah. they balk at yeah. it. You know, so. But I think if you really do seek, then then you will find. And I, I believe. I keep saying to my one friend, like I keep, I keep telling him that from what things are happening now, and I keep saying, dude, Jesus, 
prophesied this 2,000 years ago, man. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> the Bible's you, all yeah. over it. I'm like, dude, you, you, Daniel. Yes. Like, come on, man. You can't, you cannot argue with that. We were talking at dinner just, just a few minutes ago how we're seeing a lot of things playing out uh, in the real world today where you could see revelation happening. You could see... That's really cool. The Antichrist setting things up. And isn't it good to know we're going to be pieced out of here before all that happens? Oh, yeah. Like, if the Lord should tarry, we'll pass away. But if not, we're going to get raptured, which is crazy. <laughs> so I think we've already covered, like, what you guys have experienced at the church. But what would you guys... What would you guys say to somebody who's maybe listening and, you know, they're coming from the same situation. They're in a church. It's not clear or or it's just blatantly not biblical. Like, what would you say to maybe encourage those people, you know, from since you guys have kind of come out of that? It's, I think it's almost been a year yeah. since you've been with Calvary. What would you say to a person who's like struggling in that kind of environment? Pray. Really pray. Ask God if this is the right thing you should be doing. And... He'll show you. He'll give you a sign. That's for sure. Absolutely. Put everything up to the Bible. Compare. Yeah. What you're te- what you're being taught, what you're reading, what you're listening to. Compare it to what the Bible says. That's good. Bible's the word. Wow! What a great interview. Um, just want to thank Frank and Caitlin for coming on the show and sharing a little bit of their story. We're going to have a part two interview with them sometime down the road. They want to share more details about their past, what they've overcome and what God has brought them through. And it's all centered around the clarity of the gospel. I mean, that's how we can have the proper love to serve him. But I just want to thank Frank and Caitlin again uh, for all that they continue to do for the church. And they opened up their house to us and they're just, they're, they're, they're great people. And I'm so glad we know them. But we'll be back with an episode next week. You've been listening to Calvary Connect with Jesse Martinez. We'll see you soon.